Hello and good morning. It is Saturday, August, what, 6th, I think. And whoo, my magic stove clock said 333 and it is 7-11. So I took it as a sign to press record despite how sick I feel. (sighs) Today I wanted to talk about combating an overactive mind combating an overactive mind uh, it just came upon me <laughs> when I was in Mexico I took half a tab of acid at 10 p.m. and that was probably the worst mistake I ever made because I asked the acid to show me what takes me out of my joy what takes me out of my joy and I struggled all night <laughs> with an overactive mind if you ever try to go to sleep on acid I it was my first time taking any type of LSD so I was very awakened by the fact that I could not sleep um some people that I know gave me all the encouragement you know not to do what I did I was really bored and wanted a sense of adventure and I was like you know what it's fine girl but I came to realize on that trip, how much of an overactive mind I have. And not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just speaking truth to, you know, my authenticity. Um, But before I dive deep into that, I did want to give a few disclaimers. I am sick. I'm not sure if it's with COVID. However, I'm a good 85% sure it is at home in my bed. Um, not even in my bed. My girlfriend took the bed because I feel awful on my couch. Um, (laughs) and I wanted to also state that none of the advice that I'm giving is going to, I'm not going to tell you guys not to seek therapy attention as well as medications. I'm not the biggest fan of pharma. However, I do support the idea that change can be very upsetting and scary. And medication is a wonderful tool to sort of bridge yourself into a a healthy enough state to do this type of work. Um, Alongside with therapy, I definitely recommend them both, whether that be talk therapy. Um, I've recently learned about um, somatic therapy, which allows you um, to kind of be guided and uh, find different spaces in your body that you may have embodied trauma. Uh, there's a lot of different therapies out there, so I highly recommend um, therapy as well as not against medications. Uh, I was on anxiety medication. Um, paroxetine, which allowed me to help me with my social anxiety, anxiety, and clinical depression for about three and a half years um, before I was able to finally bridge off of that. And I have been off of my medication for the last two years. So with that being said, I just wanted to give that disclaimer um, before I dive into the different spiritual practices that have definitely aligned me and are still aligning me with my overactive mind. And so first I want to start by saying what I mean by overactive mind. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> and this is kind of a moment of truth. I definitely struggle with not finishing what I start. Oh my God. And it kills me. And uh, let's be kinder to ourselves. I get frustrated with myself very often, especially when I have these big ideas <laughs> and they're magnificent. And either I don't feel supported enough with myself to complete them, or I kind of have to trick myself to complete them over time. I find that I often bully myself or kind of shame myself um, to get things done, which kind of causes me to retract into an avoidant shell. And it's a cycle that I see repeated within myself a lot. Um, especially when I sit down and read my journal prompts or my journal entries, it's like a lot of I want to say I don't want to say it's negative self-talk as much as like that hustle and bustle. American capitalism productivity. And when I slowly started to break down my uptake of that mentality, um, when the pandemic hit mostly, I became so avoidant with closing myself out, shutting kind of everything and everyone out, that now I am actively pursuing things, I still have remnants of that bruising of the world, (laughs) if that makes sense. As in, I was so scarred by burnout and by being burnt out um, and mentally exhausted that I kind of retracted um, from that whole hustle bustle mentality so I can heal. Um, And in that, I did find healing. It was very nourishing to rest, to come to terms with um, different spaces that I wanted to draw more attention to, to not overwork myself, meet the bare minimum. Uh, I was in survival mode for quite a bit of time. And I give myself grace in that avenue. I definitely understand why I felt like it was necessary to close everything out. However, I don't feel like that version of myself is necessary now. And that's what, for the past year, I have been working forward with. And in that, I've learned a lot about maturing my divine masculine, which is what I spoke about on my last podcast episode. So if you want to go check that out, um, it's on my last episode. And I also came about um, being honest with myself, my authenticity, uh, and where I felt like I could not shine light on it. So with that, I realized that spiritually, when you think of creativity and you think of creative forces, do you think of your heart or your mind? Let me ask myself that. When I think of creativity, where does that show up in my my body? Creativity. For me, it's in my hands. I felt my hands kind of tingle just now. And I guess that makes a lot of sense because I am a very hands-on learner. And I also have a lot of passion for learning. I really enjoy being taught. I really enjoy being guided. 
Um, and I feel like I'm the best version of myself when I could, I could be supported in that way. And I credit that a lot to my, um, kind of Pisces rising in Libra energy, especially my Libra coming out in my eighth house. Um, I have Libra in the eighth house and what that means for me is that when it comes to kind of like the death of something or the dying of something so that I could be kind of reborn again, it's a communal effort I appreciate. I definitely appreciate love and friendship and um, romanticism, especially with my partner. And um, that communal aspect gives me a lot of hope. And so I feel like I was definitely burned by the fact that I didn't have that. And I remember in the pandemic, everybody getting a side hustle. And yes, I got my side hustle as well. Apothecary Samani, check me out on Instagram. I am still a growing bloom. I recognize that with creativity, I can only be as creative in my work as I am with myself. And... I find myself with my overactive mind at times constantly thinking about other people and how they inspire me and how, you know, like they do their things and um, getting advice. And I can become, that communal aspect can become almost obsessive. It's almost like I have to watch somebody else to do I have to watch somebody else do something for me to think it's okay. And a lot of that, as I break those things down, comes from being told that my innate or my, I can't trust myself. Like, I think it all comes, I know, I know that it all comes down to that thought that I am unable to trust my thoughts. I'm unable to trust my intentions. I'm unable to trust the just a magnitude of things that causes me to kind of think that what I'm creating is not enough. And I credit that a lot to anxiety. Shout out to my anxious people. We are doing the best that we can. And I say we because be honest with yourself. If you are one of those people who, for me, I get overly emotional and I take things personal that are quite literally not. And that stops me from being present with my creativity because I'm so focused on someone else's creativity. I don't have the time to nourish my own. And if anybody knows any good tips on how to start a project and finish it with an overactive mind, please help. Um, Because with spirituality, I have learned quite a few things, which I'm about to dive into. Um, At the same time, oh, well, I just heard, you know, don't try to overgrow yourself more than you need to in this moment. I'm very proud of myself because I was on vacation. I said I wasn't going to record my podcast then. And it's like I thought of 
the perfect way to set up, you know, this space. I talked about this on my last podcast too. And I literally had the thought when I went to go reach my phone, saw those numbers, 333 and 7-11. I think I recorded this at 7-11 last time. Ah! And I said, it's time. So not only is it the belief that that causes my overactive mind, that I don't trust myself, but also feeling like I don't have enough, that perfectionism, um, thinking that things have to be cert- set up a certain way, I have to be coming with a certain energy. Right now I'm laying on my couch with my blanket, uh, part two. <laughs> and I'm also trying to speak a lot slower because my last podcast, I felt like I was going like 10,000 miles a minute uh, because my brain is overactive. <laughs> and I just want to dive deeper into the methods that I've noticed I've picked up spiritually that aid me in grounding myself to trust myself. That's that root chakra, um, that sense of security. Um, and it, and I was talking to my girlfriend yesterday and I was just like, you know, it's crazy to me that I find such a sense of security in others that at times I feel like I don't myself. And I definitely recognize that that may be my inner child Um, still working on maturing herself, still kind of fighting her footing, still kind of working through those first initial awkward stages of change. Um, Because I definitely recognize that that sense of validation comes from an unhealed childhood um, mentality. And so taking a bath and I'm talking like a salt bath it helps me so much to rid myself of other of other I'll just say that of other I found myself and I've even manifested a day to myself um needing solitude being completely by myself is something that has given me anxiety for a long time. Um, On my trip, I recall visualizing an abyss and visualizing being stuck in an abyss. And I think back to thinking of my astrology because my astrology helps me to put my persons into words. I have a vocabulary for how I am and how I present myself in the world. And if you don't believe in astrology, that's fine because I really feel like what astrology helps me to realize is myself and to digest myself a little deeper. There's a lot of astrology videos out. I really recommend Soul and Vibration. Um, Kathy is probably one of my favorite astrologers that I follow. Um, and she really helps me guide myself to different parts of growth that I could pay more attention to based off of my intuition and her readings and also the signs that I carry because at the end of the day, I chose to come back into this world as I am today. And I just want to fully understand that person as much as I can. So without bounds, I commit myself to 
that discovery without bounds. I think I owe myself that. I know I owe myself that to fully immerse myself in self-discovery. And in that, I've grown a lot of trust of myself. And I remember tripping on my acid and finally feeling like I'm too stuck in this abyss. I need help. And I called upon my girlfriend and bless her heart. She stayed up with me all night (laughs) with my shenanigans. And she just kind of grounded me in that moment. And I go, you know, how, how is it that I want her to trust me to do the same? And I don't even trust myself to take care of myself. And this discovery at first was so wrapped up in shame. And at the end of the day, I recognize that the more I shame myself, the further I'll get from the point. And and bless my heart, like, I'm so proud of myself for uh, gaining that mentality. Even when I mess up, it's like, I've, I've just realized, like, this is brand new to me. And I'm getting excited even talking about it because I'm proud of myself that I've started to eliminate shame from my mistakes. I, I want to say that it's a continuous cycle, but I would say about 65% of the time that I make a mistake I'm more willing to understand where I went wrong without shame and to hold myself accountable um, without shame so that I may grow from that experience. Because the more I shame myself, the further away I get from the lesson. And she just patted me all night and nurtured me all night. And in that moment, I had to go, Kayla, stop being so shameful you're here and just be here be here mess up you 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 messed up it's okay it's all right and that quieted the storm that quieted the storm and having an overactive mind used like at least an overactive mind while being conscious because i do a lot of breath work i do a lot of meditation and uh, i have a yoga practice and all of those kind of force me to be present with my breath And I realized, my friend told me that when she gave me the acid, she was like, be careful of cycles, Um, loops. Acid is really good at kind of looping you. And it's so crazy. The moment that I felt I was calm, I'd be looped right back. And it's funny, I peed at least probably like 20 times that night. And every time that I peed, it was like my check-in with myself. I would look in the mirror and I'd just be like, okay. Not even, I, w- I refused, the first couple times I refused to look in the mirror. I refused to look in the mirror. I was kind of ashamed at the fact that I had to use the bathroom a lot. I um, kind of was having like a talk, get it together, get it together. And it was like kind of like shaking me, you know, like the first couple times I used the restroom. And I would go back into that loop over and over again. It wasn't until I finally looked at myself in the mirror, like the last two or three times. And I was like, you're okay. I am Okay. We will get through this. The sun will rise. And if you're ever having a bad trip, (coughs) 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 excuse me, I highly recommend Janae Aiko's protection mantra and visual video. I want to say I'd never seen the video. And watching it during that trip definitely grounded me to the present moment, gave me so much joy. And it was like kind of at the end, I was finally able to find joy. Now, I didn't go to bed till six, 
but in me just thinking about it, um, that avoidant feeling that I get, that um, overactive feeling, definitely, I don't say this. That overactive feeling of my mind kind of racing and going, okay, what about this situation? What about this situation? I have this idea. Boom, idea. Idea, 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 idea. Okay, shut up. And it's like a continuous cycle of that talk. And I finally have started to intervene in that conversation because we are human. And at the end of the day, I still hold the pressures of making sure my business is expanding, making sure I nourish my ideas and I mature them. And I definitely think that comes with strengthening my divine feminine is I've started to take more ownership of my ideas and take more pride of my ideas and think and hold them of value as I begin to hold myself of value. I was just... um, I was just telling myself um, for the past two weeks, I love myself, I trust myself, I honor myself, and I value myself. And in me stating those mantras for the past two weeks, once a day, or maybe even more, I've started to realize that valuing my mind has definitely helped me to value and nourish my creativity uh, and bring it back to my heart. The more that I breathe into my heart and I repeat those words and I start to believe them, the more that I'm able to feel more confident and trust myself in the fact that I may do those things. But this is a process, right? As beautiful and easy as that sounds, don't be surprised if the negative self-talk you used on yourself two weeks ago floats to the surface. Welcome that. Welcome the uncomfortability. I truly am starting to unsubscribe from the push forward. I don't want to push forward. I want to float forward. I want to flow to the surface. I was in the ocean in Mexico and The first time I was in the ocean, it kind of took me out the present moment because I wanted a floaty so bad. And I remember going, damn it, I should have got a floaty at Walmart. So the second time I went to the ocean, I got uh, some goggles and I got a life jacket. Even though I can swim, I love swimming. I got a life jacket and I remember being in such salty water, clear water, gorgeous water, and wanting to touch the surface or the bottom of the sea. It was probably maybe 12 to 6, I would say 16 feet um, that I was treading in. And I could not touch the bottom. Why? The water was so salty. And if you don't know, buoyancy is the science behind this. We carry adipose tissue as well. So our fat naturally kind of allows us to rise to the sea. And... I finally realized it's okay, Kaylee. You don't have to touch the bottom all the time. Just trust that it's there. Trust that it's there. And float. Float. Look up. And 
it's like my favorite moment of swimming is I swim with my eyes open even when it burns. No matter what, it's that sun peeking out of the depths of the water that just brings me back to the surface. It brings me back to my joy and brings me back to the sea. (coughs) 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 Don't be a slave to your abyss. The surface is there. The bottom is there. I felt so supported by Yamaya, and I prayed to Yamaya at the beginning of the trip. May I know your love, may I know peace, mother. And I felt so connected to the ocean in that moment, and it was just simply with my float jacket on, I had added support, which is okay. I find myself kind of shutting people out when I feel ashamed of the fact that I need help. And I'm starting the practice of asking more help. Um, Spiritually, I gained a spiritual godmother, which I plan on after I'm healed, meeting up with... (coughs) 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 Asking my friends to be around me more. Asking God to be around me more. And allowing myself to present myself in this world unhealed. I think at times as healers, we think that we have to self-heal ourselves all the way before, at least for me, before I feel worthy enough to present who I am to the world. But this is me and my authentic state. And I definitely credit my podcast for this space because here I am speaking openly over the things I struggle with. And in this, in this vulnerability, that's my advice. You know, take it or leave it, judge me or not, this is my truth. And I definitely feel like it wasn't until I got home and I started feeling, for some reason, I could not feel settled in Mexico. I'm not going to lie, nothing against Mexico. I love, love the culture of Mexico. I felt so unsettled there because of my overactive mind. Uh while we were walking, I was in Cabo, and luckily I was on San Jose, which is more of the chill family, retired um, vacationer side of town, which is more of my pace, because having an overactive mind makes me very um, in crowds, kind of like latch on to different energies, and uh, where people are at, and, and kind of create narratives in my head, and I kind of almost sense what others around me are feeling, which allows me to feel unsettled in myself. And I definitely experienced a lot of that in Cabo. I mean, even just going to the club. (coughs) 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 Where they sat us was next to, um, the bar was open and there was guardrails and an elevation, but Lots of people, we could see the people passing by, they could talk to us, etc., etc. And if you've ever been to Cabo, it's like every two minutes you have to tell someone begging for you to buy their stuff. No, I mean, just even walking past the bars, someone's trying to, and I say harass because it does get pretty, like, it gets pretty aggressive, at least for me. Like, this is my threshold, and... There's no shame in the hustle. We all do what we have to do to survive. 
it felt like I was in that survival mode with them. And so having to tell people no when I wanted to give everyone everything and I just could not give that was kind of heightening my anxiety of being there. I mean, even at our hotel, um, it was like we went to the grocery store and we're tired and we're hot because we walked. (coughs) And the people working at the hotel were busy trying to, I mean, I mean, I'm hot and tired getting out the Uber and literally like, hey, come by, come by this, come by that, come book, you know, something with us, you need to book with us, my friend, my friend, my friend. And for me, when I hear my friend, like I instantly go, oh, I'm your friend. Yeah, that naivety in me. And then I go, that's not their intentions right now. And having that constant conversation elicited so much anxiety for me and continuously so. So again, like I just, it, it wasn't the environment for me to feel settled in. Um, the only place I really felt settled in was the ocean. I love being in the ocean. I love being in that water. I did not want to leave. It was literally the first day I got to the water and I prayed for like 20 minutes on these rocks by the ocean. And then I got in the water. I <laughs> I got in the water for about like 30 minutes. Then I got out and I fell asleep for like an hour on the beach. And it was beautiful. <laughs> you ever just been so spiritually awakened that it literally drains you i know that every time i do magic um or that i do you know like a spell work or anything like that i have to take a huge nap afterwards because i just feel like my energy is just you know kind of being i need to go back into the spiritual realm i need to go to sleep you know (laughs) i have to be with my creator you know and um to recharge i think of it like in shira i'm getting excited in shira um, there's this character named um, Glimmer. And Glimmer is the daughter of a goddess who uh, has this uh, goddess queen, the queen. And their stone is Moonstone. And my favorite thing about Glimmer that reminds me of me is that she goes to the Moonstone to recharge. She's a leader by nature. And sometimes she gets overly emotional about things and it kind of stops her from trusting herself because she has such an overbearing mother and um, her mother is just afraid and afraid of, you know, losing her, especially after losing, you know, her father. (coughs) (coughs) To the war, but you see Glimmer kind of, as the show progresses, take on this sense of maturing and trusting herself and not acting so rationally but she gains you know spiritual help from a witch and learns magic and I definitely think having a magic practice and blessing my home once a week and um, I've been using camphor and anil and I have to make some more today today's cleansing day if I feel well, I am sick still, so yeah. But today is cleansing day, um, so I I'm gonna mix up some camphor. <coughs> <coughs> some blue anil, some um. I wish I kept some sea water, but some salt water, and kind of just carry that energy of healing and nourishing my home giving that healing dark blue indigo energy that kind of reverberates whenever I think of Yamaya 
I think of home, I think of mothering. Um, my third eye resonates at that color. I see it every time I, I, I kind of get into that deep meditative trance. It's just that deep cobalt indigo blue that kind of just reverberates. Um, it makes me feel so safe and protected. If you have an eye of Nazar, that definitely helps me feel protected. And I say protected because, again, going back into that root chakra, that grounded feeling. (coughs) 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 Let me nourish myself. Oh. Right now I'm drinking my PMS blend that I made with collab with Juicy Hemp Co. It has St. John Warts. It has uh, oh I'm sorry, that's I think that's my summer fun blend. I'll have to relook, I'm not in my right mind. Oh I do remember though one of my favorite ingredients is California poppy and I really recognize that California poppy has really helped to calm down my nerves. Oh my goodness. When I drink this tea, it's like I kind of just relax into the moment. Um, Plant allies are so important. And this is a new plant ally friend of mine that when I was making this blend, I recognized I wanted to try for a while, especially conducive with Uh, marshmallow root uh, as well as some good old chamomile and rose never leads me astray (coughs) so check that out if you'd like Um, but that's what I'm drinking right now to nourish myself where was I leaving off oh if you have an eye of Nazar um, like in Mexico I definitely feel like trusting yourself has to come with safety and because I didn't really feel safe there emotionally I kind of tried to create an altar that would help me stabilize my energy which kind of helped but again if it starts with you and how you feel so if I didn't feel grounded in that moment I didn't feel grounded so when I got home I realized that you know I definitely feel a lot more safer in this environment And that's very important when nourishing yourself and learning to trust yourself. Sometimes I push myself to do things that I don't want to do. And I'm slowly starting to stop that and honor my authenticity and honor my truth and not overdo it. I try to prove a point sometimes like, hey, I could do this. I'm strong in this way. I can be, you know, everything that you want me to be. And baby girl, you're safe enough to say no. Um choices choices in maturing I've learned that I have choices and that I have the freedom to make my own choices um shocking maybe but I'm growing and (laughs) I, I just you know these are the things that I struggle with in acquiring adulthood and you don't want to lie to yourself I don't want to lie to myself at the end of the day so feeling safe, I have Nazar, definitely helps me. I have a bell in here that um, I ring that has evil eyes all over it. 
Um, and that dark indigo blue color that whenever I feel unsettled or I feel like presences around me are kind of not, you know, safe or after I do a cleansing, I just ring it. I just ring it, ring it, ring it, ring it, ring it. And I say maybe Oreyeyo, which is the, um, the, uh, calling to our beautiful mother Oshun, thanking her for her sweet love and thanking her for her sweet honeypot of life's joys and being excited to live life. Um, I ground myself for the past two days with a nice hot bath, especially being sick. I know it's weird, but I love being sick. <coughs> forces me to be present that cough demanded me to stop what I was saying to allow something out um, scientifically coughs are a projection of your body signaling to you that there is foreign material within your body and it needs to immediately eject itself um, and now this comes off as phlegm and um, mucus even Mucus is a gathering of proteins that allows you to kind of coagulate the foreign material and literally disperse it from the body. Um, I think that's so beautiful. And I just before this thanked all my cells for working for my highest good um, because I feel like everything is a manifestation of the mind, including illness. And by the grace of God, I have not been touched by COVID this entire pandemic on the same accord I have been now. <coughs> 411, it has not been easy. However, I have a community behind me and it starts with my body. And if my body is fighting on the inside for me, I have to fight on the outside for me. And that means saying no for my safety and others to anything but laying on this couch and having the only communication I can have with you all via phone. And I think that's beautiful. It's a beautiful process. And if anything can calm an overactive mind is sickness because all I'm thinking about <laughs> is the soreness of my throat, is my stuffy nose, and how to make myself feel more comfortable in every waking moment. I did some yoga. I drank some tea, like I just described. Um, I breathed this morning. I woke up pretty early because my coughs had me up pretty early. And it's kind of just allowed me to recognize and focus that the only thing that keeps me from experiencing me is not nourishing myself, is to be routine and have a routine. I've been eating lots of fruit for the past couple days, drinking lots of water for the past couple days, and I'm sure if I did those things before I'd gotten sick, I'd prevent the sickness. However, here we are. <coughs> so... As I continue to nourish myself with prayer, I pray a lot to my ancestors um, that they aid me in healing me. I prayed a lot to this onion. <laughs> God bless my grandmother 
for this onion. I'm going to put y'all on to some real southern shit. My grandmother chops up onions and puts them near her bed every time she gets sick. Or sometimes even not even then to prevent sickness. Um, and I have my onions next to me, Nana. I remember my mom making me a southern coffee drop shot. So I made some thyme, oregano, and... rosemary infused honey about three weeks ago it's almost like i knew (laughs) i'd be battling covid i have some rum that i offered to my ancestors some very dark jamaican rum um that i poured a shot of i mixed the honey and the rum together and i've been drinking that and that has really helped my lungs kind of on the first night i felt my lungs kind of contract um and it was getting very hard to breathe so I focused on my breath. I made that shot and I felt my passageways kind of open over some time. Um, I heard Tylenol really helps. My beautiful girlfriend blessed me with uh, four packs of Tylenol from Extra Strength Cold Flu from the gas station. Again, drinking lots of water, taking hot baths, drinking hot tea. And movement is medicine, y'all. My body feels a lot better. It was getting really stiff and achy after I did a very slow full body stretch honoring, you know, if my body wasn't really wanting to. Usually I can go deeper into postures because my body is so stiff at this moment. I just tried to meet myself where I'm at. In the background, I have some very beautiful sound bowl healing um, from the Sedona Crystal Temple. Bless them. Their videos are amazing and their bowls are beautiful. Um... I aspire to get one of those uh, one day. And I leave you guys with this. Hopefully I didn't hack. (coughs) 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 Too much on your speakers. At the same time, this is how I am today as I present myself. I wish you all well. I pray that you guys kind of come into contact with your overactive minds and find ways to nourish yourself before you manifest um (laughs) some turbulence as i would say um this is just turbulence and i'm very blessed to say that i still carry breath still carry purpose um and i don't take that for granted at all god bless the people who are not having such an easy time battling this illness or have been affected by it this is very serious and um I really hope that things get better uh, for you all and for myself. So, have a nice, have a nice, have a nice.